Hello, everyone. Welcome to the CDO Magazine interview series. I'm Subhash Kari, the Chief Innovation Officer at InfoCEPS, overseeing our global practices and delivery organization. InfoCEPS is a US-based global data and AI solutions firm. Our mission is to bridge the gap between the worlds of business and analytics to help organizations make better decisions faster and with more confidence. We have partnered with the Chief Data Officer Magazine on a series of interviews to bring pragmatic, evidence-based insights to business and technology leadership to advance their insights-driven journey. Today, I have with me Ms. Anna Hanem, Vice President, Data and AI Risk at Scotia Bank. One of the things that I find is that data and insights are sort of subject to uh, cognitive interpretation, right? We see a big need in the market for enabling people in organizations to understand, use, and communicate effectively with data, right? We call it data fluency. In your domain, I think like, you know, what challenges and solutions have you seen to improve leadership and frontline staff fluency in AI-related matters? For example, like, you know, I always wonder, right? Like, you know, how do you explain the risks um, and opportunities at a global level to a leader responsible for making policies uh, on one hand? And on the other hand, how do you explain that same to, let's say, a loan approving officer so they can converse effectively with the consumer whose loan may be rejected based on AI advice. Back to what I was alluding to a little bit earlier, but, you know, communication and change management is, is really key and having the appropriate roles and responsibilities and, and for everyone on the organization to understand what role they play with that. And so when it comes to, in the scenarios that you mentioned, uh, that loan officer at the front line and decisions that were made on it, uh, one again is back to the explainability. We should be able to, if the customer asks, to be able to explain how we got to that result. It shouldn't be a secret, it's transparent. And so that loan officer um, should have the ability to be asked to you know, talk to the business, et cetera. And each of those lines should be able to explain it uh, uh, to that customer in a way that is understandable. Sometimes the results are what uh, the results, as long as we can prove that there was no bias in that, there wasn't any discrimination, those are the, the things that they have a right to know. Um, but with that being said, there's still more, more that needs to be done in terms of education and how AI plays into it. We already use AI and analytics every day. Siri is AI, but we don't sometimes realize that we already are very much integrated into it because we keep on thinking that it's you know this Terminator figure that is going to come or a robot that's going to come and, and destroy things. But in fact, it's already pervasive in everything we do, um, Siri being one example, but also even like when you interact online digitally with with your bank. Usually there's like a little chat bot there. That's AI. But in those scenarios, right, there's parameters to it in terms of how they can answer, um, what they can answer, what they're learning from, et cetera. From a bank perspective, a lot of like due process that goes around the way we use AI. Um, and then again, it goes back to education. And I think we're still in early days of that. We still are trying to understand it ourselves and then let alone how to communicate it to our businesses who then to communicate it to our, our staff and front lines. Um, but more and more regulations are coming out with that if you are using AI, you have to be able to have transparency in that and show the customer that, you know, what came into that decision point. It's small changes that are happening that are going to have to happen probably more rapidly now, but it goes back again to the education and training so that everybody understands what, what this is, what responsibility we have with that. So, and I think uh, just trying to close out uh, the thing that you are sort of uh, passionate about, which is helping develop like emerging talent and so on, right? Uh, I would ask you like, what advice would you give to data analytics professionals 
who are starting out on this field uh, today? That they are in the right place because this is an exciting area and it's just growing. Uh, the need for talent is immense. Uh, from my perspective, I am looking for talent now that is unique and even something that, you know, there's data and analytics talent that I need, but then I need them to have risk background. And to be honest with you, that's a difficult combination to find because most people have a strong risk background, but then don't understand how data and analytics play into that. And so there's this whole new emerging field, which also means all these new opportunities with it. Um, and so from that perspective, there's a lot of work and then there's a lot of, uh, of need and desire for that talent. But even from a data and analytics perspective in general, that it's not going away, just, just like AI and the World Wide Web, like all of that is, is going to continue. We're just gonna generate more data. We're just going to have more information for use cases, how we interact with our customer in everyday life. That will still become more and more important. And I think you probably realize, right? We have legacy systems, we have legacy technologies, how we used to deal with data and how we house it. And then what we need to do with it now, cloud, governance around that, management around that, privacy, security, all of those things come into play. And so I think that one, this is the right area to be in. You don't have to be a coder even, by the way, to get into the data and analytics space. There are so many different aspects to it, change management, communications, just to name a few, right? You have to have an understanding of data and analytics, but really also a change management, project management, et cetera. So there's so many facets um, where there is a need for talent in this space. And then I highly encourage people to, to reach out, look at jobs, you know, continue in schooling when it comes to this space, because I don't see a shortage of work personally. Awesome thought uh, to end, Anna. Thank you for joining me today. Please visit cdomagazine.tech for additional interviews. Thank you. Thank you so much, Subhash.